Mikey and his magic middies. Will they get you over the line this season? Will Jake have Tedesco this week? Maxie, the consistent keeper. Ryan Hadley, Australia's next test fast bowler. Timmy, the 2020 super coach champion. And Sav's the Newcastle. I mean, Tommy Turbo Tragic. Are you ready for some football? We're ready for some football, baby. Hey! What is up, guys? My name is Brendan Savage. I am the coach of the Savage Turbos, and I am here to pick a bone with the Daily Telegraph. Supercoach NRL have released their rule changes for this year. And yes, Supercoach opens tonight. To those that don't know, it opens tonight at 12.01. Well, we think so. They always give us these promises, and there's always a bit of lag. There's always something that gets in the way. That's why they haven't officially announced it. But we've got inside word. It opens tonight at 12.01. We are very excited. Uh, firstly, I am on YouTube Live. Uh, these sorts of things I'm only going to do on YouTube, so make sure to head over to the YouTube channel and suss that out, subscribe, and you'll get these exclusive little uh, YouTube videos. It will go, go up on the podcast as well. Uh, but, yeah, so as I was saying, Daily Telegraph have released privately uh, that Supercoach opens tonight. They have released, though, officially the rules for the buy period. So for the first time ever, Supercoach is actually doing, um, they're doing a, a top 13, which is, so for rounds 13, 16 and 19, it's going to be, even if you have 17 players, it's going to be your best scoring 13. So pretty much the only advantage of having 17 players is you get a choice. Oh, you don't get a choice, but it just whoever scores low, you don't really get them. So it kind of rewards the casuals. And, you know, looking at it from the Daily Telegraph perspective, I think I get it. Like they want to keep the casual... Supercoach fan playing and engage longer. Uh, they know us diehard Supercoach fans are going to play regardless, no matter what. So, 100%. I, I get it as a marketing move, but a lot of Supercoaches that I know and are very experienced Supercoaches were looking forward so much for this year. Uh, I feel like for a long time, Supercoach has kind of been something that... Um, it's fo- it's fallen off for the for the old school super coaches who plan for buyers and it was really really exciting for for buy planning. The buyers were always so fun and yeah they are still, but there's not as much emphasis on it, not as much emphasis on planning. And I'm since the announcement, I, I don't know. I think it, it kind of brings us back down to life. Whereas before, we're really excited. You know, then big jumps you get at buy time. You're not going to get as much of a jump this time, but I think there's still uh, there's still tactics you got to use. You still got to be a good super coacher to do well in this format. So, uh, as I said, my first reaction was I hate this. I hate it so much. But there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. You can have 15 players if two of your players. Uh, 10-minute bench players, they get injured in the first 10 minutes. You know, you don't cop their score, and the most anyone can have is 13. Guarantee you, 
people aren't going to have 13 because things leading up to around 13, 16, and 19, things can go wrong. People are going to prioritize other trades. They're going to be like, oh, maybe a Nathan Cleary goes off and they haven't got Nathan Cleary. They're going to prioritize that. There's going to be things like that that happen. So I think in this aspect, us old school super coaches, and I like to, I like to adapt to the time. So, you know, I'm looking at it glass half full now. I like to adapt to the times and I think this could be a positive. Maybe the tactic is, you know, Parramatta players, they play all three major buy rounds. Tigers players, they play from the second buy round onwards. Uh, there's there's a lot of teams who advantage from these big buy rounds and, you know, if you already have three Parramatta players, I know we don't want to stock, stock up on way too many players from the same side. But if you say if you have three Parramatta players, you're going to have them for by one, by two, by three. And if you think they're a keeper till the end of the season, well, then they're going to be in your side regardless. So I think the tactic here is don't be scared to have more than 13 because if you're not wasting trades and you're planning your trades out carefully, that's another thing. We haven't been confirmed how many trades there are. There are going to be five trade boosts. And there's been a lot of debate over that. Um, me and Jake and I think maybe Hads or Mikey will be on the podcast tomorrow talking second rollers, but we will have to dissect this. We will have to talk about how many trades there are, so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah, we don't know how many trades there are. There are five trade boosts. And as I was saying, how do you use them? Do you burn them early? Do you burn them early, get your side right? A lot of people said it was for people fixing their side last year. I think I think it gets you in a better position very quickly. Last year, I came 69th. Nice. Um, you're not coming first, you're coming 69th. I came 69th and um, I used all five before the first buy round and I feel like I wasted a lot of them. Uh, I burnt one on Zach Lomax because he was playing the first buy round, but he didn't go off at all. Like, he didn't go above 90 until two weeks before when a lot of other people would have jumped on him anyway. So, uh, I think the, the boost is overrated. Yeah, if you can have one before the round 13 or round 15 buy, I think I think having one or two will be handy, but I think the play is before round 13 uh, if you just jumped on the YouTube live, uh, ask some questions because I'll, I'll bring them up on the screen here and I will answer them. Supercoach is opening tonight for those who don't know. 12.01, uh, obviously Supercoach has soft launched it. So we'll see how we go there. Um, so yeah, back to the buys. A lot of old school super coaches are not very happy, but I think glass half full. Look at a way to manipulate it. Look at a way to make it an advantage for yourself. If we do have 15 or 16 players and say you have 13, right? And you, you don't have uh, a Sean Lane or Ryan Madison who's going to be in your side eventually anyway. Don't be scared to just add that extra because if, if you've got a, a cheapie in your side that no one else has or you've got a pod in your side that no one else has and they go down injured, then they won't count in your top 13 scoring players. So, yeah, I, I think there is merit in this uh, this new award and uh, this new rule, and you've just got to exploit it. You've just got to exploit it. It's just like the NRL coaches. A new rule comes in. They 
they look at ways to exploit it. Uh, look at the um, there's a new rule where two feet have to be behind the ref to be onside. I guarantee you, dummy half runs. Brandon Smith, Joey Manu, they're gonna they're gonna be scoring tries left, right, and center from the start of the season. So. Uh, there's, there's also another rule. Uh, penalties if you're offside in the scrum. I know 100% like that. That's such a good rule. And it's such a good rule fix because the rule before, the rule change. Oh, what's happened here? The rule changes from the year before were allowing for this. So that you, you know, just cop an extra tackle and then just cop the extra tackle and then our defensive line is set. Um, we've got Queenslander here saying a thumbs up, love heart. Cheers. What are your thoughts on the new uh, trade, uh, the new rules with the buys? We've got Jay Callahan here. Trade boosts are going to be crucial for the run home to trade out those guns who have had the buys at seasoned end, especially head-to-head finals time. I think this, this is something you've got to think of. Um, I kind of I like to think of it like I did last year, whereas actually we've got to adapt. So there's a buy every week now, and a hundred percent head to head finals time. There's going to be teams that have buys. You know, uh, towards the end of the season last year, a lot of us were scraping for a full side, like because we had injuries. Yeah, you, you covered it for depth. You had a lot of depth, and then you use them players. But this time of year, what if your depth has a buy and you end up having to run short? I think this is a really good question because it's something you're going to have to think of. I know last year, like I've, I said it earlier in this podcast, I I used them early last year and I'm not going to hesitate to use them early this year. But we've got a new um, aspect of Supercoach this year where there's buy every week. So 100%, I think trade boosts are going to be crucial. Um, that being said as well, maybe the trade boost is overrated and just trades as a whole is going to be precious towards uh, the end of the year. So I think 100%, if you think your side's right the first few weeks, bloody leave it. Because that's what I did last year. I saved most of my trades at the start of the year, eased into the season and... Yeah, that did well for me. Jamie Camilleri, great podcast. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, thank you for tuning in uh, for this live Improper Jew show. Any players based on the rule changes that are must-buys? <sighs> See, I don't think there's any players that are must-buys because of the rule changes. I think I think it makes the Parramatta players just more more tempting, I guess, uh, because if you get them in from the start of the season, so say you're considering a a gun second rower and it's like a um, Angus Crichton or a Sean Lane, I'd be more enti- uh, more inclined to go the Sean Lane because he plays all three major buys. Crichton doesn't because he plays Origin and even still the Roosters don't have all three buys. But locking that person in, um, he's going to be one of your 13 and you're going to keep him for the rest of the season, most likely. Only if it, like, uh, yeah, it's it's so hard to see how people are going to adapt to it. But, um, yeah, I think Sean Lane's one I think of. I personally wouldn't start with him myself. Uh, I think Jermaine Hopgood, that pretty much locks in Jermaine Hopgood. Uh, if he gets the minutes, he's going to be someone who 
I'm honestly expecting a PPM of like 1.2 from him. So we get 50 minutes from him, closer to 60. Jamie, again, Parramatta also play Melbourne, Sharks, Penrith, Roosters the first five weeks. As a Parramatta fan, tough run. I... 100% agree with that. Um, so you, you're most likely targeting the forwards there. If a forward uh, for Parramatta is on your radar, I think um, against the harder sides, like everybody's going to be hard in the first five weeks. I know we go on about this person's got a good draw, this person has a shit draw. In the first five weeks, everybody is a tough draw. Because honestly, the, the teams that come out, they're motivated. You know, look at all these new clubs with all these new signings. They're as if all these, as if Tigers are going to be an easy game in the first three rounds. Like, they're going to be motivated. They they know they've got a good squad. They're going to do well. They're going to come out firing. They're going to have motivation. It's towards the end of the season where the easy run really matters. Maybe even towards the middle when you see some cracks in some sides and like, like, who knows, like even the Broncos have had a lot of in-house fighting and things like that, but I don't think they're going to come out as a busted. I think they're going to at least come out and try, and if there's any cracks in the first few weeks, it, it will come undone, and they will kind of go through something, and then towards the end of the season, they'll get back on track. Queenslander, finding it hard to adapt to the times, contemplating dropping out. I'm addicted. 100%. 100%. I, I, I agree with you. Supercoach, um, it's so addicting. And the, this format is going to reel a lot of people back in. It's going to make it more addictive because you, you know, once you see that jump in the first buy, if nobody else has planned and you have, you, you're going to get addicted. Um, so... Yeah, so been on here for 15 minutes now. So, yeah, I think I'll wrap it up there. That's just my initial thoughts on the rule changes. Yeah, it sucks, but I think you can turn it, turn it into a positive. Look at a way to exploit it. And, uh, yeah, adapt to the times, as Queenslander here would say. Uh, tomorrow we will be back with the Second Rolls podcast for the Supercoach Experience. Me, Jake, Mikey, and Ryan Hanley. Ryan Hanley hasn't been on the show Yet, um, but uh, we're getting there. We knew he would be uh, quite MIA until the start of the season. So, cheers, guys, for tuning in. I appreciate it so much. It begins. Supercoach begins. Uh, We'll see you guys tomorrow.